Hi everybody, this is Jill Renee Feeler, and I haven't done a video in a while and I apologize for that. It's been a good summer though. Um, I'm in the Northern Hemisphere, so we're having summer and um, my daughters go back to school in just two weeks and I'm actually sad about that. So where am I today? I'm in my car, my um, golden retriever that some of you know from the video, Samson is at the groomers today and I drive I drive 40 minutes each way to get him <laughs> to this particular groomer. I'll post pictures. They're adorable together. Anyway, Samson loves Kelly, um, and it's worth the drive because a groomer, it's a very personal thing when a dog is uh, uh, being, you know, <laughs> that's that can be uncomfortable for the puppies um, with the grooming situation. So anyway, Samson likes Kelly, and Samson gets to drive 40 minutes each way to get to the groomer that he likes. So I'm... <clears throat> so I'm a bit stuck in a in a tiny little town <laughs> that I'm not normally used to and it doesn't make sense for me to drive all the way back so I'm here in Star Idaho <laughs> in my car and I thought hey it's Tuesday and I don't know if I'll get back in time to do our normal podcast time so here we go <laughs> all right <sighs> okay so I just encourage you to relax your body very good yeah I just feel my team saying, you're in your car. This is like, this is, <laughs> we are pushing the boundaries here of what's, where it's possible to connect everywhere you are, right? Everywhere we are. Just relax your body though. You may want to relax your shoulders a little bit. Mm. Nice deep breaths. So as you can imagine, it's going to be a shorter than normal message um, because I'm not as comfortable sitting out here in my car in the parking lot of the Star Library. <sighs> okay. With the a level of shifting energies that's going on in our world right now, it is very valuable for us to recognize that there's a part of us that's timeless. Yes, there is a part of us that is in time. Uh, linear time is a um, quite magical convention that is um, relevant and we feel stuck in it in from within our human body suits, but <sighs> Jesus is like, Jill, let me help. Okay. <clears throat> The more that you can know that there are layers of you that are out of time, out of time in a playful sense, not bound to time, timeless, eternal. Layers of you that have existed forever and always will. Your soulfulness, your higher self, whatever term you want to put on it. You are still a part of that while you are human. You are out of time, not running out of time, but operating outside of a time-space continuum while you are also in time. The reason that I wanted to point this out to you is that it is so normal that within, from within the human bodysuit, and I remember this myself, there is a part of you that feels like you can't, like you're trapped, like you're 
like you're trapped in time, like you've, you're a prisoner <laughs> and you're isolated and alone and away from God and all those things. So that it's only part of you that feels that way. So the, there's a spectrum of how human you feel, right? And what we've been working with with Jill for years and what she gets really excited about for all of you is this sense of being fully human while also allowing yourself to feel or at least know that you are also fully soulful, that your higher self operation, your higher self system, your higher self um, structure is eternal, even though you're presently also having this human experience at the same time. There's something about that, about that unique balance of both that allows you to be fully committed to your humanness, which of course your higher self wants you to be, while allowing your higher self to be more accessible to you in your humanness, that somehow you're both, even if your brain can't understand it, okay? That is like a wonderful system for you amidst the sort of changing tides that are going on on earth right now, and boy, the tides are shifting. There is a ratcheting of, of emotion and fear, and it is very much in some ways by design of of agendas on earth to keep humanity out of its best self to distract the human race from its brilliance, from its genius. So rather than look at that as an enemy, that, that force of energy that, that actually takes pleasure and feels like it's its job to keep humanity out of its best self, there's no need to get conspiratorial here. It's just the facts of the matter. That's the way Earth has evolved is that there are forces Jill doesn't like this and I'm just mentioning to her that just because you don't like it Jill doesn't mean it's not true and as Jill that makes me want to cry because he's right but why is it like this right why is it like this that there would be forces on earth that would take pleasure, have it as their jobs, to keep us from being our best. I just, I hate that. And now Jesus is saying, precisely, that's what got you here. You as your higher self, you don't like it either. For any of you that have supervised children and you hear arguing in another room and you go in to check it in, check it out, what's going on in there? How can I help um, reset the energies? What can I do to assist if there's some sort of discord? You do that, right? You can't. I don't believe you if you're telling me that you're one of those people that if there's an argument of, of children that you're responsible for or feel a sense of fondness for if there's arguing or some sort of um, unsettled ener energy that, that you're just going to go farther away from the problem, right? I, I don't believe that that's you. I believe that you're one of those people like I am 
as Jill that, oh, there's a problem. Let me go see what I can do to um, assist. Let me see what I can offer that may make this better. Understanding that there's still free will. There's still individuals in that room making choices that I can't change, but I can offer a new ingredient to what's going on. Guys, that's why we're here. And that does make sense, doesn't it? Damn it, right? So for all the reasons that some of us just really hate that part, that is why we're here. Some of us in this group of folks that listen to videos like, like mine and like ours, some of us don't incarnate very often. Um, we incarnate for a specific reason, for with specific purpose, with... Um, we came here to offer something different. We came here to offer our own humanness something that wouldn't have otherwise been there had the, the normal, you know, genetic and level of randomness, because there is randomness in this reality. We're offering something different to our humanness. And one proof point of that is how different you are than your birth family. Just think about that for a minute. Literally how different than you are than your birth family. Now, can everybody say that? Possibly. I, <laughs> I'm not here to talk to everybody. I'm here to talk to you. Um, those that, that are trying to make sense of a strange world and trying to make sense of ourselves and wanting to take ourselves seriously, but at the same time terrified to take ourselves seriously, right? What if it's true that we're here, that we literally incarnated to make a difference within humanity? What if that is why we're here? That's pretty kick-ass. That's pretty grand. That's pretty special. That's pretty magnificent. Jesus allowed himself to know that about himself. And that did make him special, in addition to all the other ways that he was special. So what if all of us that are listening to this began to take ourselves more seriously? The love that we offer this world, the ways that we personally feel so deeply how we want to see the world as a better place, that's, that's not the norm. It isn't. I'm telling you it isn't. It, it is so much, probably for you and I, that we can't even imagine that somebody would be so disregarding of how their fellow humans are doing. But remember that, I don't know what percentage it is, Jesus is offering maybe 70 to 80% of the population, they're trying to survive. They, they are literally putting one foot in front of the other. And that isn't in an that isn't because of an unevolved state or a less than situation. It's that their life is very different. Their, their wiring is very different. And again, this is not about levels of hierarchy or superiority. Uh, but it is about a sense of being compromised. And that just makes me feel more compassionate, right? Does it you too? That there are some human beings that are so focused on survival because their energy fields are compromised because they don't know they're timeless 
They, they only are aware of their humanness. And they may be like scrapping and scraping and scratching for some sign, some hope, some faith of divinity that they can eke out of their existence, possibly only through organized religion. Organized religion that says, okay, that person's special. You might be if you align with them, but otherwise on your own, you're, you're nothing. You suck. You're a sinner, right? I mean, how does that make somebody feel, right? Now, they believe it's true, right? The organized religions believe that the human race, because of the fall, because of the original sin, etc., whatever organized religion it is, that you are nothing unless God doesn't feel that way. How do I know that? How do you not know that? <laughs> how do you not know that? I don't know how you don't know that. But... I'm not here to help explain. Jesus just said that you are. Oh, fudge. If you don't know that you are loved by the source creator just because, then you've been lied to. That's why. You've been lied to and you believed it. And I don't, I don't think less of you because of that. I actually have more compassion for you because of that. For any of you that feel that way. Feel that I'm wrong and that you're right. The fact that you're fighting for the idea that God doesn't love you unless. Don't you find that odd? That that's what you're arguing about? <clears throat> Even on a rational level, an intelligence level, or what makes sense in the world sort of level. So your truths and your beliefs and what you fight for, even on an on a intellectual argument level or a theological argument level, are very telling about oh, the state of compromise that you're in, the level to which you've been compromised. Your addiction to doctrine doesn't make you right. I don't have a doctrine, <laughs> so that is uh, definitely to my advantage. But Jesus is saying, tell him how you know what you know. Because it's my job. And I know I'm not alone in this group of others that feel this way. I know what I know because I'm supposed to know what I know and I choose to embrace what I know because it makes sense. It makes sense. It works. It works on many levels and works how in making me feel like a human that can accomplish anything. 
by allowing it works in the way that I allow myself to feel the love of the source creator in a reality that is very unloving and harsh and cruel and unkind. When we don't have that sense of feeling that that literally being loved without condition in this reality, we easily deteriorate, we're more easily compromised. We are more likely to fall into that experience of being human and literally just trying to survive, just trying to, to get by, just trying to live another day, just trying to keep our family as safe as possible in an unsafe reality. So why would we come here to do that? Because it matters, because it makes a difference. We know Jesus made a difference. It's not about pretending we're like Jesus. It's about acknowledging the similarities between the role that he had and the roles that we feel within ourselves. That there's a part of us that it's almost like we can't not take ourselves seriously. It's a really good pre-wiring for the type of love that you are the type of intelligence even that you are, the type of rationality that you are. There's a lot of gifts of who and what you are. So taking those gifts, taking your giftedness, taking the gift that you are seriously, there, oh, it's really interesting. There are so many, the, all of those agendas that we talked about earlier that are trying to keep humanity from being its best self, there are slivers of that within ourselves that are about keeping ourselves from taking ourselves seriously. Oh, well, everybody's, you know, if we, if we acknowledge a gift that we have, oh, well, everybody has that. That's nothing special. Just think of how you do it to yourself. To, to be um, like brainwashing you. We do it ourselves. The energies here are so sadly twisted in, in allowing us to, to disregard ourselves. They, it makes it easy for any agenda um, to help any agenda that has the objective, any force of energy that prefers that humanity not take itself seriously, they've got the much easier job. <laughs> they really do. That's why it requires some level of mastery to be someone like you and I, that it's almost like we're fighting to take ourselves seriously. So isn't that one of the reasons why we celebrate each other so much? I know for me, when I, when I meet you guys at events or in private sessions or in the Q&A after, you know, a class that we're, that we're doing together or something that I'm, that I'm offering, I'm facilitating, I love it that we take ourselves seriously. We take our questions seriously. We take our, um, our own light seriously. We take our compassion seriously. We take our giftedness seriously. We take our humanness seriously. It's, it's so wonderful. And I think easy, well, I, I, more than I think I know, somehow it's easier for us to do that. But even with that level of mastery that we've pre-wired into ourselves coming into this reality, pre-entry, pre-incarnation, right? Not everybody has that pre-wiring guys. <laughs> okay. <sighs> So this, it does make it easier relative to those that don't have that pre-wiring 
And still we have that, that natural version of ourselves. That's like, well, who are you to say, you know, who are you to b believe what you believe? How, who are you to disagree with, with, you know, the biggest organized religion on the planet or whatever, right? Does it, who cares who's the biggest, right? <sighs> yeah, interesting. So what we wanted to share with you today, in summary, since we are wrapping up here, is let's get curious about what happens when we take ourselves more seriously, when we support each other in taking ourselves seriously. That's why we're here, to take the light of Source Creator seriously from within a human bodysuit. And it is making a difference. It's changing the wiring of humanity from our own one inside out, and it does make a difference. It has already made a difference. It may not be the outcomes that some of us want on, on a global level, but it is having the effect that we wanted it to have by being here. And when you give yourself more credit for that, it gets even easier to be the changing agent that you are, that you designed yourself to be. So I take you very seriously. I celebrate you every day the light of source that you are as your one, your unique representation of source energy. And on those days where you feel like you're just barely putting one foot in front of the other, all I want to do is give you a hug. I don't want to beat you up and tell you you're a loser and you're shitty at your job, right? I want to tell you, hey, this is Earth. Give yourself a little grace, right? Give yourself a pass today if it's harder than it normally is because you're still doing a fantastic job. On the, on the grand scheme of things, you're magnificent. Now, the truth is that I would love for every human to hear that part of the message. Actually, I'd love every human to hear every part of the message. Because who knows what can happen when any human believes that they are loved, believes that they are capable of far much more than their current sad little inner voices would would tell them that they are so that they can fight against fight for themselves fight for their own light fight for their joy of being a better version of themselves that's not religion that's truth nobody's harmed by that absolutely nobody is harmed by that Unless you're one of those forces that likes it, that humanity is not being its best self, that humanity is grossly underestimating who and what it is. <clears throat> hmm. And I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay if they're, they're put off by that. Because I'm not here for that. I'm here to help melt that shit down. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay. There we go. Hmm.
So there we go. <laughs> a quick little message for today. I love you guys so much. Um, let me give you a couple updates. You can hear my throat is still not right. I actually went to an ear, nose, and throat um, physician's assistant last week. I think it was last week. And they did a scope through my nose. Oh my god, it was not fun. It wasn't as awful as I as I imagined it was going to be. I've never seen my vocal cords before. The funny thing is my vocal cords, from what she could see, they actually look okay. So um, we're trying out some different things and, you know, saline. You guys know, but some of you know about neti pots. Some of you recommended neti pots. I'm not talented enough to do a neti pot. So I have this weird Santa flush thingy. I am happy about my, it feels like my throat and this entire airway system getting some love and assistance and care that it wasn't getting before. So I'm appreciative about that, but I don't know where we go from here. Um, it could be that I'm taking like vocal speech training and things like that. That bronchitis in April really, oh, it was like a meat grinder for my entire voice system and I'm still, um, I'm just sad that, that I am where I am given where I felt before the bronchitis, but it is what it is. And I'm facing matters and taking responsibility for, uh, being my best self, even in this regard. So stay tuned on that front. Um, okay. So, uh, what else is going on? We have the Mary Magdalene friends, France trip coming up. In just, um, let's see, I think about six weeks, is that right? Yeah, the end of September. And I still have two spots. I'm totally fine having the size of group that we have right now. But if somebody is interested in jumping in, if some situation has led you to feel like you want to go, it's the it's a, the second time I've done this trip, and it's a fabulous trip. Oh, some of you don't know that Marie Magdalene actually lived in France after Jesus was murdered. And yes, I do believe in the timeline where Jesus was murdered. So the fact, it, it just, you can feel her energy in the cave where she lived, um, north of Marseille. Oh, they're just very special. Very. This is not a, a touristy, um, going to all the, all the places that are on TripAdvisor. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. These are hidden secret places that a group like us deeply appreciates. And so many of these places feel like home. Um, yeah, it's, you just, you, <laughs> if you're curious, check it out on the website or just Google Jill Renee Feeler, France, 2018. And I'm sure that that trip will come up for you and your results. Um, anyway, so two spots left and, yeah, so act quickly on that one. And the Zion trip is already full. That's um, towards the end of October, and I can't wait for that. Uh, uh, the Zion trip last year ended up, my team definitely used it to help almost like seed some of the um, the energies and fresh perspectives and uh, upgrades and wiring for me that have still benefited me all throughout 2018 and, and continued on here. I'm not just over, right? We're, yeah, we're not even a third of the two thirds of the way through, I think. Anyway, we're still in 2018 and I, I love that it's only August. Um, okay, so Zion is already full. The Egypt trip is coming together. I was trying to work with a local agency in Cairo and it just, we just, the energies just were not complementing each other to, to do it that way. So I'm going back to 
uh, travel agency that I used for the trip that we had in January 2018. I'm using them again, and that is rolling right along very smoothly. So I wish I, you know, I, I do wish I would have uh, recognized that earlier, that it just didn't feel like it was going to come together with the local Cairo agency. <sighs> but it is happening and I can't wait to get back to Egypt and Jordan. I just, that trip was so spectacular and I am excited to go again. And this, the third sort of theme that we had for January, 2018 for that trip was unlocking the codes. And yeah, Mary Magdalene's like, you did a good job on that. And Isis is like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like nice nicely done. So what are we going to do this time? Oh, there's <laughs> Isis. Let me just let Isis say this. Oh, there's always things to be done. <laughs> there's always experiences to have and, and, you know, codes to unlock and, you know, secret doorways to open. Um, not literal doorways, but sometimes literal doorways um, within Egypt and within um, Jordan as well. It's just a series of interlocking energetic doorways and portals and gateways that are all interconnected not just throughout the cosmos but into the realms that are out of time not running out of time out of time as in timeless so the fact that a group like us beings like you and I would never never be done loving the experience of, of playing in Egypt and Jordan is it's just so normal for us so right so 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 obvious in how I look at you as Isis it's just like yeah of course <laughs> of course there was one participant in the January trip she actually said it in a in a sort of dismayed way it felt like vacation Jill and I'm still as Isis I'm still speaking here I find that so ironic that that spiritualists in your time have wanted seemingly to make your soulfulness a job that you're disappointed if you go on the trip of a lifetime and it feels like vacation, like you somehow failed. <sighs> it is a sign of the times. So I, as Isis, I wanted to feel like vacation for you. And we worked very closely with Jill last time to help it feel as joyful and vibrant as possible. There's a lot of that sort of heavier, dense, um, keeping humanity out of its best elements um, experience that is very prevalent not just in Egypt and Jordan, but all over um, the modern world of Earth. And the fact that that didn't get in this group's way in January is exactly what I expected of you. Well done. Amazing job. I welcome you back. Always. Over and over and over again. So if it feels like a vacation the more and more you can let your, your humanness feel like a joyful experience amidst it in many ways not being a joyful experience, that's your mastery. That's a gift that you give yourself amidst the other obligations and responsibilities you have in taking care of your human 
and your family or other responsibilities that you have in your humanness. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Make it both. Make it both. For the light of source creator within the human race, please make it both. And so it is. I love you guys so much. That feels complete. <laughs> I love you. So I should be here next week um, for another podcast. Sorry for some of you that enjoy doing it live with me. I'm sorry that it hasn't been that way. And it's been a very unpredictable summer in terms of my schedule. I've um, in many ways appreciated ah, the break from my voice and just rest and relaxation and just play. And we moved into a different um, vacation home. So that that nesting sort of experience that I get, I love to make uh, a house feel like a home. I sort of like that, that design element of it, etc. So that's been wonderful. And I hope you've had a great few weeks. And I do look forward to get back on a regular schedule, even if it means that my kids are, are back in school within a couple weeks. So <laughs> I love you guys so much. Bye bye for now. Check out the website jillreneefeeler.com. That's J-I-L-L-R-E-N-E-E. -E -E, F as in Frank. E-E-L-E-R.com. And the new series that we launched a few weeks ago is the 10 Sovereignty Keys. I'm hearing absolutely amazing feedback from people. There was one um, individual that said it was something to the effect of, I've never felt this close to my higher self ever than I have in this series. Thank you, thank you, thank you for creating this series. It is exactly what I needed and I didn't even know that this was possible. Wow. Right? Wow. We're so, we're so spectacular. We just are you and I and what we're doing here. And yeah, it's so good. Anyway. Okay. Love you. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>